Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to the 2024 edition of Eyes on Prophecy on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. This is Pastor Vince, and let me say Happy New Year. And even though this is the sixth day of January, we're six days into the new year. This is the first time we're meeting together for the new year. The last time we came together was what, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. It was still 2023 when we were last together. And here we are. It's a brand new year. And uh, God is still blessing us and keeping us as we keep moving forward with this program, Eyes on Prophecy. We're not going to be starting anything brand new today. We're just going to really just be picking up where we left off um, a couple weeks ago. We're in our lesson, which is entitled right on time, uh, prophetic appointments revealed, and we've covered um, several uh, questions. We've gone over numerous things over the past few weeks, and uh, as I said, we're pretty much just going to pick up where we left off, and um, before we get into our lesson today, I'd like to have a word of prayer, and we'll do a quick review of what we covered last time, and then we'll get into what the Lord wants us to cover today. How about that? All right. Um, please go ahead and grab your Bible as always and, um, and be ready to look at some scriptures with me. Um, when you grab your Bible, please open it up to Daniel chapter 9. That's where we've been for the past um, several weeks as we've been going through this particular lesson. Uh, the majority of our scriptures have come from uh, Daniel chapter 9. Uh, we've also looked at Daniel 8. And um, so, yes, go ahead and grab your Bible and I'll wait a few minutes. Okay, we're back and we're going to go ahead and have a word of prayer and then we'll get into our lesson for today. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for a brand new year, um, another opportunity to start new, um, to draw closer to you, to study your word. We pray that you will be with us this morning as we continue studying this uh, topic of right on time. And uh, please uh, prepare our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us today. We're excited about what you have to teach us today. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, friend, um, I believe this is part four of our series uh, going through this particular lesson study. I believe this is part four. Um, you can go back and listen to the previous parts concerning this uh, lesson study called Right on Time. Prophetic appointments revealed. And uh, let's go over really quickly what we looked at last time. Uh, as you may already know, if you've been following us for quite some time, uh, these are uh, formatted as a question and answer. So let's look at the questions from last time and uh, we'll move forward. So last time, our question was, while Daniel was praying... Who touched him and with what message? While Daniel was praying, who touched him 
and with what message. And this is concerning Daniel chapter 9, as I asked you to turn in your Bibles to Daniel chapter 9. So go ahead and turn to Daniel 9, verse 21. We're going to start at Daniel 9, verse 21, and we're going to read together. We're going to look at Daniel 9, 21 through 23. Daniel 9, 21 through 23, my reading and your hearing. Just follow along with me, please. Daniel 9, verse 21 says, and I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, by the way. Daniel 9, verse 21 says, Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fight being caused to fly swiftly reached me about the time of the evening offering verse 22 and he informed me and talked with me and said oh daniel i have now come forth to give you skill to understand 23 at the beginning of your supplications the command went out and i have come to tell you for you are greatly beloved therefore consider the matter and understand the vision We've just looked at, we've just read together Daniel 9, verses 21 through 23. So back to the question. While Daniel was praying, who touched him and with what message? The answer, the angel Gabriel touched him and stated he had come to explain the rest of the vision described in Daniel chapter 8. So uh, jot this down if you got, if you got a pen and some paper. Uh, compare Daniel 8.26 and Daniel 9.23. So I've been saying all along that uh, the majority of these questions are coming from Daniel 9, but we're also reaching back to Daniel 8. So I've asked you to please read the entirety of Daniel 8 and Daniel 9. I also mentioned mentioned Daniel 7. You should read the entirety of Daniel 7 as well. But right now, We're focusing more on Daniel 8 and Daniel 9. So the angel Gabriel touched him and stated he had come to explain the rest of the vision described in Daniel chapter 8. Compare Daniel 8.26 with Daniel 9.23. Daniel prayed that God would help him understand God's message given by Gabriel. All right, so that's that question. That's the answer to that question. The next question we looked at was, how many of the 2,300 years would be determined or allotted to Daniel's people, the Jews, and their capital city of Jerusalem? Now, this is concerning Daniel 9 and 24. Let's take a look at Daniel 9 and 24 in our Bibles. My reading and your hearing, you're reading along with me at home. Daniel 9 verse 24 says, Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Again, underscore seventy weeks. There's our answer. So what's the answer to the question? How many of the 2,300 years would be determined or allotted to Daniel's people, the Jews, in their capital city of Jerusalem? The answer, 70 weeks, straight from the Bible, 70 weeks 
were determined for the Jews. These 70 prophetic weeks equal 490 literal years. Remember, or uh, if you've been following along, you'll recall that we said that in Bible prophecy, there's something called a day for a year principle. One day is equal to one year in Bible prophecy. So um, 70 weeks were determined for the Jews. These 70 prophetic weeks equal 490 literal years. So when we do the math, we're going to say 70 for 70 weeks times 7, because there's 7 days in a week, right? So 70 times 7 equals what? 490. God's people would soon be returning from captivity in Medo-Persia, and God would allot, God would allot 490 years from the 2300 years to his chosen people as another opportunity to repent and serve him. So that's the answer to our question. 70 weeks were determined for the Jews. And that's where we stopped last time. Uh, that's a little quick review. Let's move forward with today's material. Our question for today, our first question for today is, what event and date were to mark the starting point for the 2300 year and 490 year prophecies according to Daniel 9.25? We're moving through Daniel 9 right now. Let's take a look at Daniel 9 and 25. Daniel 9 and 25 says, from our Bibles, the Word of God says, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. Seven weeks and 62 weeks. The streets shall be built again and the wall and the wall, even in troublesome times. I'm going to read that entire verse again. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall, even in troublesome times. Amen. So, I'll reread the question. What event and date were to mark the starting point for the 2300-year and 490-year prophecies, according to what we just read in Daniel 9 and 25? The answer, the starting event was a decree from Persian King Artaxerxes, authorizing God's people, who were captive in Medo-Persia, by the way, to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the city. The decree, which is found in Ezra chapter 7, was issued in 457 B.C. Hope you're taking good notes here. The decree, which is found in Ezra chapter 7, was issued in 457 B.C., the seventh year of the king, according to verse 7 of that chapter, and was implemented in the autumn. Artaxerxes began his reign in 464, so it was King Artaxerxes who authorized the rebuilding of Jerusalem in the year 457 B.C. That's the answer to our question. Um, concerning a decree from Persian King Artaxerxes, uh, the decree was found in Ezra chapter 7, 
was issued in 457 BC, the seventh year of the king, according to verse 7 of Ezra chapter 7, and was implemented in the autumn. So Artaxerxes began his reign in 464 BC. Okay. Again, King Artaxerxes authorized the rebuilding of Jerusalem in the year 457 BC. So remember that date, 457 BC. Our next question. The angel said that 69 prophetic weeks, remember the year, um, uh, the day for year principle that we've been speaking about, the day for year principle, the angel said that 69 prophetic weeks or 483 literal years, which is, if we do the math, 69 times 7, there's 7 again because there's 7 days in a week, right? So 69 weeks times 7 equals 483 added to 457 BC that we just spoke about with King Artaxerxes added to 457 BC would reach to the Messiah according to Daniel 9 and 25. So let's see, did it? Yes. Mathematical calculations show that moving ahead 483 years from the fall of 457 BC, I asked you to remember that date just a few moments ago, reaches the fall of AD 27. Yes, mathematical equations show that moving ahead 483 years from the fall of 457 BC, remember we talked about King Artaxerxes just a little while ago, that uh, the decree was implemented in the autumn or fall of 457 BC. Reaches the fall of AD 27. No, there is no years. There's nothing. There's no such thing as a year zero. When we're talking about AD, uh, BC, AD, there's no such thing as a year zero. Also, the word Messiah includes the meaning of anointed, according to John 1 and 41. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit, according to Acts 10 and 38, at his baptism, Luke 3, 21 and 22. His anointing took place in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, according to Luke 3 and verse 1, which was AD 27. So to think that the prediction was made more than four, or after I should say 500 years before. So think about that. The prediction was made more than 500 years before. As we move forward, then Jesus, then Jesus began to preach that the time is fulfilled. Quote, the time is fulfilled. He thus confirmed the prophecy, uh, according to Mark 1, 14 and 15 as well as Galatians 4 and 4 he thus confirmed the prophecy so Jesus began actually began his ministry by clearly referring to the 2300 year prophecy stressing its importance and accuracy so this is wonderful news this is wonderful information that we're learning right now so this is awesome and thrilling evidence that a the Bible is inspired a lot of people don't want to believe and understand that the Bible is inspired. B, that Jesus is the Messiah. And C, all other dates in the 2300 year slash 490 year prophecy are valid. 
So what a firm foundation on which to build. So that was a kind of a long answer that we uh, just went through. But again, that answers the question about, um, again, the angel said that 69 prophetic weeks, 483 literal years. We did the math, 69 times 7, 483 added to the 457 BC that we spoke about with King Artaxerxes would reach to the Messiah, according to Daniel 9 and 25. So you see how we're, um, everything that we're looking at is coming straight out of the Bible. We're using the Bible as a reference, which is what we all should be doing. No matter what topic we're studying, whatever, the Bible should be our, um, our primary textbook, amen? So the Bible... Uh, we should let the Bible explain itself. A lot of people do not understand how to properly study their Bibles. The Bible speaks of line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept. Here little, there little. So, yes, we must allow the Bible to explain itself to be its own interpreter. Not, we're not to add anything, we're not to take anything away. So that's what we've been doing all along on this podcast, on this on this program, Eyes on Prophecy. We're allowing the Bible to speak and to interpret itself. The Bible's teaching us. This is God, God's word. God is speaking through his word, his written word, and he's teaching us something new today. All right, let's move to our next question. We'll have time to go through one more question this week. And this is question number 10 in our study. The question is, we have now considered 483 years of the 490-year prophecy. There is one prophetic week, seven literal years left, according to Daniel 9 and 26 and 27. What happens next and when? Well, let's take a look at Daniel 9, verses 26 and 27. Let's consider those two verses. Again, my reading and your hearing, you're following along in your Bible. Daniel 9, verses 26 and 27, the Bible says, And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood, until the end of the war desolations are determined. Verse 27, then he shall confirm a covenant and many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and suffering. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate. Even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Again, that's Daniel 9 verses 26 and 27. So let me reread the question really quick. We have now considered 483 years of the 490-year prophecy. There is one prophetic week, seven literal years left. And we just read from Daniel 9 and 26. What happens next and when? Well, here's the answer. Again, having read from our Bible the answer, but we're going to give you the, um, the, uh, the, the more straightforward answer, I guess you could say. Answer. Jesus was cut off or crucified in the middle of the week, which is three and a half years after his anointing. Because remember, Jesus' ministry was three and a half years, right? He spent three and a half years 
uh, with his ministry here on earth. So, um, which is three and a half years after his anointing or the spring, which was the spring of AD 31. Please note that the gospel is revealed in verse 26, which we just read. After the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. So, so praise God. No, praise God. When Jesus was cut off, it was not for himself. As the Bible already said, he who committed no sin, according to, according to verse Peter 2 and 22, was crucified for our sins. According to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3, Isaiah 53 verse 5. So Jesus lovingly and willingly offered his life to save us from sin. He was our sacrificial lamb. Hence the name of this ministry, Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. This was the inspiration for our name, Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. Jesus serving as our sacrificial lamb. Jesus lovingly and willingly offered his life to save us from sin. So let's say praise God. Let's say hallelujah to that. Hallelujah to the lamb. What a savior. Jesus' anointing sacrifice is the very heart of Daniel chapters 8 and 9. Let me read that again. Jesus' anointing sacrifice is the very heart of Daniel chapters 8 and 9. That's another reason why you should read the entirety of Daniel chapters 8 and 9. Not only to uh, understand what we're covering in this lesson study, to have a better understanding of what we're covering in this lesson study, but just the simple fact that Jesus' anointing sacrifice is the very heart of Daniel chapters 8 and 9. So I'm going to leave that to you, friend. If you haven't read Daniel chapters 8 and 9 yet, uh, please do so as we continue to go through this lesson study. That's going to conclude what we want to cover today, what the Lord will have us to cover today in this episode of Eyes on Prophecy. Let us close with a word, uh, with a word of prayer. Loving Father, thank you so much that we had this time together once again to study your word. Help us to continue studying on our own beyond this meeting today. Help us to not to just, um, let us not just put your word aside, forget about it until the next time we come together. Lead us and guide us in studying your word. Help us to be diligent students of your word, to study on our own, to study to show ourselves approved until we meet again. Please bring us back together by your grace for another meeting as we continue studying your word. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, that's going to conclude our study for today on Eyes on Prophecy. Thank you so much once again for joining me. If this is your first time joining us for Eyes on Prophecy, thank you so much. Please continue to study with us. Scroll all the way back to our previous uh, episodes of Eyes on Prophecy. Um, we've gone through several different lesson studies over the past several months. We've gone through Who is the Antichrist, Angel Messages from Space, God Drew the Plans, and right now we're looking at Right on Time. So if you if you go back to um, Who is the Antichrist and, and work your way forward, you'll study those different um, um, uh, uh, topics that we covered. And it'll make more sense. It should make more sense to you uh, why we're covering what we're covering right now. It'll all, it'll all come together for you. So I encourage you to read 
uh, or to listen to those episodes going all the way back to um, who is the Antichrist up into this particular lesson study. Uh, I also encourage you to read, as I've been saying, read Daniel chapter 8 and 9, but I also want you to read Daniel 7 because the first lesson that we covered was who is the Antichrist, and that has to do with Daniel chapter 7. So once you understand Daniel chapter 7, who is the Antichrist, you'll understand better what we've been covering since then, if that makes sense. All right, so again, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, please join us next week by God's grace for more of Eyes on Prophecy right here on the podcast. This is Pastor Vince. Um, have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed Sabbath. Um, and uh, may the Lord be with you. Hope to see you with us or hope to know that you're with us next week, same time, 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern time right here on the podcast for Eyes on Prophecy. Be blessed.